Welcome to the 20th episode of Mr. Schindler's Neighborhood. This episode you will get a conversation with uh, Barnesville High School athlete Hunter Zenzen, uh, my weekly football pick segment with Brock Grable picking the Super Bowl, uh, a look ahead to next week, a review of what we did in math this week, um, talking, and then basically there will be some other chatter or some discussions about uh, Kobe Bryant. All right, Mr. Schindler with uh, this week's guest, someone I'm bringing back. I asked him, found time. Uh, Hunter Zenzen, and actually, main reason I brought him back, uh, that's the most listened to episode, so I just need more listeners, so, I'm um, just kidding. But anyways, you recently had surgery, so that's what I want to start with, like, how'd it go? Uh, it went really well. Uh, they thought they were going to have to put, like, a plate and a screw, mm-hmm. like, in my in my finger, um, but they went in there, and they ended up just putting a screw in, and uh, the doctor said it looks really good. Yeah. Then I had rehab uh, yesterday. And the lady's like, can you bend your hand for me? And I like bent it, and she's like, like wow, like you're already that far ahead. So they went in, and it was better than they expected. Yeah. And then you're doing better than they expected. Yeah. So that's good. So <laughs> now I'm going to ask this. Is basketball, is there, is there a return possible? Is that, is that a thing? Questionable. Questionable. So uh, it's not ruled out. Yeah, it's, it's uh, not ruled out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, honestly, it just depends what the, the surgeon says. And if he sees, like, a lot of growth mm-hmm. and, like, it, it's, like, healed. Because, like, once, they, once the growth starts in there, like, yeah. it'll just go. Um, so it's just whether or not it's, ri- it's too risky or not. You know, yeah. re-breaking it if it's not fully healed. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Okay, so your timeline for recovery, roughly, it... It's probably yeah. ahead of schedule right now. Yeah. Okay. Now, what's the rest of your year look like as far as, like, you're going to graduate, and then when do you head down there, and then, like, what's your schedule up until, like, when fall camp starts in August? Yeah. Um, so, I move in June 8th. Okay. You graduate, so, what, what's, end of May? End of May. Like, 20-something. Yeah, whatever. so I'll have, like, two weeks, not even, or whatever. Okay. And, um... So I move in June 8th, then the whole summer I'll take, like, uh, summer classes. I was wondering, okay, so with you moving in, I figured you had to start school. So. Yep, then uh, then obviously, you know, training all over the whole summer. Um, then, you know, with taking summer school, um, like, during the fall, mm-hmm. like, then I can have some time off for the games. Yeah, not, just not your load's much. not as much, yeah, yeah, exactly. which is smart, and athletes yeah. should do that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you're going to put on some pounds here this summer. Yeah. Yeah, with their... The that's that's exciting. Okay, so then that'll lead. You'll have summer school June through basically up until fall camp, which is yeah. mid August, start of August. So. Yeah. And the whole crazy thing that's fall semester starts and dang. Sure. So we'll be checking in with you then after that. Um, sure. So let's just rewind Sunday. What was your reaction when you saw or uh, first heard the news about Kobe Bryant? Uh, let's see Sunday. Uh, I feel with like this Kobe thing, mm-hmm. like uh, it's kind of like. You know, it's not as uh, dramatic as 9-11, but, like, everybody knows where they were when they when they found out about it. Yep. Like, you know, you ask someone, like, where were you when you found out Kobe Bryant died? You know, just kind of, uh-huh. like, when, like, the towers were hit, like, you're obviously going to remember that. Yeah. And for me, like, I woke up, let's see, I, I was laying in bed, I woke up from a nap, and I, I checked my phone, and someone's story was, like, uh... Like rest in peace, Kobe, and I was mm-hmm. like, obviously, like they got their they got their stuff mixed up for yeah, sure. Can't be true. And uh, I looked over like Twitter, Instagram. You know, there wasn't much. Like there was like one thing, and I was like, okay, this is probably what leaked it. You yeah. know. And so I, like, a couple minutes later, I look back and I like 
and it's just everywhere. And I was like, mm -hmm. like this cannot like, like, like someone like Kobe, you never expect to die, you know? No, you would think he's invincible. Yeah, for sure. See, you you said something good about like events happen in your life where you know where you yeah. were, who you were with. Like every year on nine eleven, I tell my sixth graders that like, okay, I can tell you, I was in seventh grade when nine eleven happened. Yeah, so that tells you how young you were, right? Um, because actually, you probably barely. I wasn't you even born. born. I say Grace yeah. was born in December that year. So, um, but I remember that event, right? I remember when Osama bin Laden was killed. Like they, like yeah. I told him, I said, unfortunately, there's events like that in your life where, you know, you know where you were, who you're with, exactly what you were doing in that moment. Like you'll never yeah. forget it. Like my parents was when JFK was, you know, assassinated. Yeah. They could tell you that, you know, like things like that. So obviously, you're right, Kobe. Like this one too will will be with me too and for me yeah. and for you probably a little bit too like I grew up you know in 96 so I was 7 years old when he started or whatever but like me growing up in my childhood and stuff that's when he was in his prime like you yeah. know what I mean so like he was yeah. one of the main athletes of my generation and to lose like that's the first main athlete I think we've like lost like you know young like that like that was great one yeah. of the best yeah. and how he's impacted so that was really hard and then you know the thing coming out uh, with the girl dad thing yeah you know like yeah you're a girl dad yeah, i'm a girl dad dude i got two so it's like yes, he was sir. such a i mean and my problem hunter was i was so lebron 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 yeah that i never like appreciated how good kobe was and that's a regret i have yeah. now it's like he was amazing right but like i'm like it was always who's better lebron or kobe of course i love lebron so i'm gonna say lebron yeah. kobe's a dude so i know like like kobe had a huge impact across the world mm -hmm. but like just say like what if it was lebron you know I, I think it'd be bigger. Yeah, I, bigger. I, I mean, yeah, I don't. He, I mean, he's. Then again, I think Kobe did a lot of stuff we people don't know about. I really do. I think I, I was reading something this morning about a story. He did a lot of non like he didn't want PR for like going to visit kids in hospitals and helping yeah. families that needed yeah. money and stuff. That's just like the type so, of person he was too. Yeah, yeah. But I You're, think I think it'd be hard, really hard for like LeBron to like just like understand you know Kobe and LeBron were pretty much like brothers mm -hmm. um, but like someone I feel like that kind of goes like underrated is uh, Kyrie yeah Kyrie's close a, to him yeah I watched the video and they asked Kobe they're like Kobe uh, we know you looked up to MJ um, and like who's someone that y you kind of like now that MJ's like out of the picture kind of like mm -hmm. who do you who do you look up to now and he said Kyrie and and uh, you know Kyrie being that uh, that young, or it was like Kyrie looked up to him, or yeah, they had that a close relationship. They had a but. they had a different yeah yeah. But all right, we're gonna move on just uh, with a few minutes we have. Okay, Super Bowl prediction. Super Bowl Sunday. What do you got? Chiefs or Forty uh, ers uh, I got the Chiefs. Me too. Me too. That's what I. I think it's gonna be close. Um, for sure. For sure. It's yeah. gonna be good though. It's yeah. not gonna be like. I think it'll be one of the better Super Bowls we've seen. Probably compared to like that Philly uh, New England game yeah. when I was in Minnesota. Okay, last thing. Um, I recently have noticed this, like, you'll stop, and you, like, you know, you chat with the sixth graders in the hallway, um, you know, you sign that, uh, one of my students' casts, I think, mm -hmm. you know, or you sign a t-shirts, or you're doing, like, uh, they're doing podcasts, right, and they're asking you, and you, of course, yeah. you give up some time to come do it, and, you know, I just want to say I appreciate you being such a good role model for those guys, like, I wouldn't, not every senior or junior, you know, or, or is going to do that, is going to, you know, Hey, not hang out, but like just talk to them. Like that's going out of your way yeah. to to make their day type of thing. So like I appreciate that because like I said, you're a good role model for them, and these kids look up to you. They they love that. They don't forget that. Like Connor Clemine, who has this cast signed by you, 
he's not gonna he's gonna love that forever you know what i mean yeah like yeah, it's a big sure. deal for you to do that and you don't have to do that so that's what i appreciate uh, about I, you I, so. like to me like it's mm-hmm. not a big deal yeah like 100 percent. and to them like for it to them like to mean the world like mm-hmm. you know making a difference in like someone like that like i remember when i was in sixth grade and i was like the manager for basketball and like like ethan Isog. Good kid like would always like you know say hi to me in the halls mm-hmm. and like we had a handshake yeah. and i don't know i just thought that was yeah. that was so cool at the time yeah we but, uh our ethan ethan was um he's a great kid both on field and off it but yeah. another thing that came up yesterday in class uh it was about you a little bit um talking about you know i'm just trying to get these kids to understand how important grades are like your, your schoolwork, right? Yeah. Well, what if you get an athletics class? Should I said, yeah, you do. But I said, you know, like, well, Hunter Zenz is going. I said, he is. But Hunter's also, yeah, I think Grace was in here and she said, your GPA is like uh, 3.8. 3.8, 3. right? Yeah. I said, that's really good. I said, that's not him just slouching in the classroom. That's him taking the classroom serious. Yeah. And I said, it's so important. I said, they won't offer you scholarships if your grades aren't good enough. So, like, yeah. we referenced you and how, you know, the well-balanced student athlete and uh, you got to put the time, as much time as you put in, you know, football and weight room and all that you also put into the books and stuff yeah. too so like when you're getting recruited the first thing they ask about is is your grades they want to they want to see your grades how you're doing and um someone like uh you remember who omar brown was from from north yeah sounds yeah you played so, him right or, yeah 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 he so he plays for uni now and yeah. uh he was committed to ndsu and ndsu pulled a scholarship because uh grades. grades yeah, yeah. well tell you what we gotta end this just because it's uh, Friday. You got things to do. I'm gonna go get some coffee in the Commons. Um, but we'll have to do this again before you uh, leave. For sure. Because I feel like that was a good conversation. Yeah, so. and right. I feel like we always have more to talk about, you know. For sure. But. To be continued, right? Yep. Mr. Schindler with Brock Grable for our maybe last uh, football pick segment. Um, Looking at the standings, I think I'm 53 and 27, and you're 46 and 34, which means I only have a seven-game lead on you with one game to go. So I'm not sure how you're gonna make up seven games in one, but we'll see. Anyways, Brock, I'm gonna let you talk first. So last week I picked the Pro Bowl wrong. You picked the AFC. You're right. I picked the NFC. But what I'm looking at is the Super Bowl. What I have a whole spiel I'm going to give here in a second, but I want you to talk first who you're picking and why. Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Damian Williams, no. Travis Kelsey, no. Sammy Watkins. They're all like, they're just so physical and they're good. I think they are going to win at the beginning of the season. You've got... You've got me seeing the Ravens and stuff, but at the beginning of the season, I said Chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl, so I'm going to see if I can get that. But then right before playoffs, I said Ravens were going to win. But as soon as playoffs did start, I said Chiefs were going to win. So I changed my mind a couple times back and forth. Just so you listeners are aware, Brock got on the wagon and then hopped off the bandwagon. So he's one of those guys. He's, He's sort of a... Fair weather fan, when the weather didn't start looking good for Baltimore and they lost, it changed to the Chiefs. So I mean, uh, I, it is I what it is. The Chiefs at the beginning of the playoffs, hey, not before. I if you're, the I'm fine with what. If you want to be that type of fan, you you go for it. I, I support my teams. I stick with it. So I'm just saying. If you want to see Briar, like he'll be cheering for the Vikings. And... Good. So you're taking the Chiefs. Okay. Here's my deal. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take this a little step farther. 
So here's what you need to know. Um, do you know what an RPO is? No. Okay. An RPO in football is a read pass option. Or run, she's not read. Run pass option. It's uh, a play where basically the quarterback has the ball. He's ha he gives, put the ball in the running back's gut. He's reading. Okay. He's reading the, the defense. If he reads run, he's going to hand the ball. If he reads pass, he pulls the ball and he's going to throw it. It's a run pass option. Okay. So here's what you need to know. A couple years ago, and I stole this nugget from uh, Dan Orlovsky off Twitter, but it's a good nugget. So when the Eagles played the Patriots a few years ago, right? Yep. Pats had a really good defense. Yeah. Um, but they were really better. They were better in zone than they were in man-to-man -man coverage on defense. So the Eagles that year ran more RPOs than anyone in football. They ran the mo most run-pass options, okay? And the reason their RPO was invented is to make zone defenses unplayable. So you have to play man-to-man. -man. Keep you honest, okay? So that year... The Eagles beat them, correct? Yep. Well, the Eagles took the Pats out of their own game. They, they ran the RPO, okay? And it made the Pats play man-to-man, -man, which allowed the Eagles to win. So now we're going to fast forward to this year. The 49ers in the NFL, they play more zone defense than anyone in the NFL. The Chiefs run more RPOs than any team in the NFL. Yeah, because they got Damian Williams and okay. Spencer. So they run more RPOs. And... This nugget here is great. There's three quarterbacks that played really well against San Francisco this year, okay? Here they are. Drew Brees, Russell Westbrook, and Kyler Murray. You know what team ran the most second RPOs in the NFL? Who? Arizona. That's my boy. Okay? So Arizona runs a lot of RPOs. They had a lot of success against San Fran. Here's what you know. Kansas City, they're going to RPO them to death is what they said on here. This is Dan Orlovsky. And is successful if they make San Francisco play man-to-man. Man -man. Kansas City is going to find the matchups with Tyreek Hill, all those guys, and that's going to favor them. I honestly was going to pick 49ers until I read this nugget, and I go, wow, the RPO. So I'm picking the Chiefs as well. I think it'll be a good game. I, I think it'll be similar to this uh, Patriots-Eagles game a few years ago where that came down to the end. Um, I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way, but I think the difference will be the quarterback play of Mahomes, the RPO, forcing San Francisco into man-to-man. -man. But then again, I could be totally wrong because I think San Fran's going to run the ball down Casey's throat too. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, but Kyle Huszczyk and Matt Breida. Yep. Well, no, actually. Huszczyk's out. Well, Breida hasn't been playing. Who's the guy that's been tearing it up? Mostarch or whatever his name is. So Raheem. But anyway, I'm going Chiefs. You're going Chiefs. I think it's going to be less than a one-score game, so... My quote this week is a quote... I guess it's not directly a quote, but it's talking about uh, Kobe Bryant's uh, Mamba mentality. And I found it, and I thought it would be appropriate for the podcast because it's inspirational, it's motivation... Um, and it was just a way to, it's a great way to live your life. And hearing it from him and understanding what it truly means to have the mama mentality, it's so important, I think. So uh, in an interview once, someone asked him, because you always hear it and you you saw it all over the news, Instagram, Twitter, you know, mama mentality, hashtag mama mentality. And he said it means to be able to constantly try to be the best version of yourself. Uh, it's a constant quest to try to do better today than you did yesterday. 
So basically, it's just trying to improve every single day, um, be the best version of yourself, and give give your best effort. And I think uh, if we all lived our life by the mamba with the mamba mentality, this world would be a better place. Um, and I, I, you know, I shared this with my sixth grade students too, just talking about what it means uh, and how we all should just strive to be the best version of ourselves each and every day, and then just do a little bit more today than you did yesterday and so on and I think it's short I think it's sweet and I think it's easy to understand so like I said if we all could just take a little bit of this mama mentality this world would be a better place best thing I've seen this week and it's been a t- tough week for anyone that's a basketball fan or a sports fan philosopher Kobe Bryant um, I, I, when I found out that was, you know, obviously it was Sunday and my sister had texted me the TMZ article and I hadn't checked my phone. I just saw it on my watch and I couldn't really read what, what it was. So, um, and she kept texting me stuff and she goes, are you okay? And I'm, and I look and, you know, she says, you know, Kobe Bryant is dead in a helicopter crash. And, you know, at that point they hadn't confirmed it, you know, and people were saying hold off cause it was TMZ, but Anyways, you know, that was, that's hard. Uh, For me, it's, you know, growing up, he was one of the guys, you know, in his prime that I saw. So, like, as my childhood went on and I became older, you know, Kobe was playing. Like, he's one of the star athletes of my era. And to lose, I haven't really experienced this, you know, these athletes, the ones of my era, really to lose one of them, it just really hasn't happened. And it's just so shocking that it's just, like, he was a guy I, you know, I, I followed, I watched all the time, and you saw, and just, you just can't believe that happens. And so the best thing that I've seen this week to go with that is, I think her name is Elle Duncan. She's a anchor on uh, ESPN Sports Center, and I'm sure you guys have all seen this, but she basically told the story of, I think it was three years ago that she met Kobe Bryant for the only time, you know, the first time and the only time, and she was pregnant at the time, and he had asked her what she was having and she said a girl and then you know he just went off on this great talk about how awesome it is to be uh you know have girls to be a girl dad and all this stuff and now you know she ended her her segment by saying you know that she she has a little bit of peace knowing that uh kobe died doing what he loved most and that was you know being a dad to his girl a girl dad and now it's sort of started this trend all over social media um, with the hashtag girl dad and it's you know dads with all their girls uh, their daughters and um, I just thought that was the best thing I've seen because you know him just he had all girls and it didn't matter that he didn't have boys like he said that was the best thing that could have happened to him and it sort of hits home with me just because I am a father of two girls and um, you know it's just it's it's there's nothing better than being a girl dad and that just uh um really puts into perspective for you and uh to go with that there's a photo i I found on um social media it's a picture of kobe i think it was after the all-star game he was uh hugging and holding uh Gigi, his daughter and she's looking up at him and i saw someone shared it and said you know I hope that like my daughters look at me the way that Gigi looked at Kobe just as much as she loved him and I said that's so true like I, I hope my daughters look at me the way that they 
his daughters looked at him because he was a great father, a great husband, and just a great person. So, like I said, if you haven't seen that L. Duncan um, girl dad thing, just uh, Google it. it. It's worth your, I think it's a little over a minute long. So I promise you won't be disappointed. You know, sports to speak, I'm not really going to talk much about sports, maybe besides the Super Bowl and just with, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant's going to take up a lot of this conversation too. So um, just with the Super Bowl, with my earlier segment with Brock, I made my prediction and I'm just hoping it's a good game. I think it will be, but uh, I like the Chiefs. You know, I think their uh, run pass options can be the difference if they can force uh, San Fran into some man-to-man defense. But then again, I'm not 100% confident in my pick because I know San Fran can run the ball and I tell you what, if they run the ball like they did against the uh, Packers, they're going to be just fine. So I just hope it's one of the best Super Bowls we've seen. Excited for the commercials. Um, excited for the food. That type of stuff. So uh, I think they need to uh, start making the Monday after the Super Bowl a national holiday so everybody can take it off. This week in math, we started a new unit. It would be Unit 9. And this unit is looking at angles and triangles. So what we did this week, Monday and Tuesday, we focused on uh, adjacent and vertical angles. So what adjacent angles are, there was be, those would be angles that are basically right next to each other. Um, they share a common vertex and they share a common side. So that makes them adjacent. Um, so you could ask them about that. Vertical angles are opposite angles and those opposite angles would be congruent or equal. So we focused on that for two days. Uh, yesterday, we focused on, on Wednesday, we focused on um, complementary and supplementary angles. So complementary angles are angles whose sum adds up to 90 degrees, and then supplementary are angles are angles whose sum adds up to uh, 180 degrees. And then today and tomorrow, we're gonna focus on uh, parallel lines, perpendicular lines and transversals. So parallel lines, we obviously know they're lines that uh, will never intersect and go on forever. And then perpendicular lines are lines that intersect but form uh, four 90 degree angles. And then transversal is a line that goes through uh, two lines, two or more lines, and then that makes you know angles and it'll make corresponding angles. And we talked about interior angles, which are the angles inside the parallel lines, uh, exterior angles, which are the angles that are outside the parallel lines. And also with the interior and exterior angles, we looked at alternate exterior angles, alternate interior angles, and how those are congruent or equal. And we really just looked at the relationship of all these angles and how you could, uh, if they gave you what one angle was as far as degrees, you could piece it together to find out what the other ones are based off their relationships. Uh, and that leads us into next week, Next week, we're going to be looking at um, triangles and different types of triangles. You know, we're going to look at angles of triangles, how many different, or not how many different, but how many degrees are inside a triangle, things like that. We're also going to talk about quadrilaterals, and um, I think we'll also be taking a star test next week. And then we're going to be looking at polygons, and basically what the polygons is, is how many angles there are in there figuring out how many total degrees there are. Just that, and there's a formula we will use, which I know is one they use on the MCAs as well. And then that will finish us off next week. And the following week, we'll be looking, um, so I'm going two weeks ahead, which is Valentine's Day week. We'll be looking at similar figures, uh, how you can tell if they're, they're similar or not, and then similar triangles. 
and then that'll lead us into probably a test that week and then that Friday just a heads up the 14th because Valentine's Day falls on Friday we'll have a Valentine's Day party that afternoon so I will be getting a class list out if your son or daughter is going to do um, Valentine's so you can have a class list but that is what's coming this week or was this week in math what's coming next week and then shortly the week after and with that my watch has ended